Welcome back to the Ball State Chat here on WBCPFM. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. Chloe Duvall and I are now joined by Rebecca Frank and Terry Terranova with the Ball State Big Pen Library. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for having us. So, Becky, the concept of a college library has really changed a lot in the last 20 years, and, and quite frankly, it's probably changing uh, day to day. Yes, absolutely. 20 years ago, and even before that, libraries have been this repository of books. You know, you go in there, you find a book, the librarians are the gatekeepers to those books, but that's not the case anymore. Today, it's all about access to information. How do we get you where you need to go, and how do we help you understand what you're finding? It's not so much about the actual resources as it is, do you understand what you're getting at, what you're getting. Yes, because I was just telling my students the other day, I said, when you have a research paper, it is so much easier for you now than it was back in the day when I had to go to the library and Mm -hmm. start searching through books and stuff, Mm -hmm. because you're really not doing that for research anymore. It's all online. But there's so many different databases and things that you need to access, and you really need help. And that's what librarians are doing these days, correct? Exactly. It is, you know, there's easier to find the resources makes it easier to find a paper but when you you know you do a google search and you've got three million results how do you know which results are the best ones how do you know how to like filter that down and narrow it down to the right results what you really want versus what they're pushing on you so yeah that's where we come in yeah and you got to be very careful because uh college professors will say that they don't accept uh you know encyclopedia britannica is not an acceptable source for a college paper. You really want to go back to original sources. Um, Wikipedia is a wonderful way to get, be able to get some basic information to get started, but it's not a, a source that we can use in our papers generally. So um, getting at these journals and getting at these things where you have peer-reviewed uh, studies, these are important things for us to be able to do. Um, and so aside from the research, there's also a lot of other technology that we deal with. And, and Terry, tell us a little bit about the other things that students can check out at the library besides books these days. So checking out means coming into the library and we have technology. So if you happen to be on campus and you misplaced your charger or you left it at home, we have calculators for those student classes. But the big thing of checking out information, if you're not on campus, you can check out electronic books. You can check out those articles in the databases. We have newspapers. I know a lot of people like to do the genealogy research. So we have historic New York Times, historic Tennessean, um, the Gallatin News. So we have a lot of different resources that's mix and match. You can come in and use them in person, and you can access them electronically. Yeah, because these days it's not just a question of going up to the library information desk, which you can do, and uh, we see people do it frequently, but you can also get you guys on on chat, you can get you via email, uh, you get you on the phone, um, you get you in a variety of ways. You can even set up a Zoom session with a librarian, be able to get help with uh, stuff about research and and things of that sort. But um, yeah, getting back to that, so the the concept of the library may have changed um, some, but it's still, it's a place where people go because people want to go to be able to access resources. We've got computers there. We've got all sorts of things to help support students. And uh, really, that's changed as well, Becky. I mean, now Zoom being the big thing, you guys even have Zoom rooms. Tell me what a Zoom room is. We do. We have Zoom rooms. We've taken our what were our group study rooms, and we've de- turned them into spaces where you, you can have a dedicated Zoom booth and go and participate in your class. So maybe you've got a lot of siblings at home, or you've got a barking dog, and it's just not conducive to that kind of classroom environment. Come check out a Zoom booth where you're guaranteed the silence. You're guaranteed not to have anybody walking behind you if you're trying to take an exam or something like that. You don't have to worry about it. We've got that space dedicated for that. Yeah, because I think maybe people don't realize it's been kind of crazy these last two years. 
with yeah. COVID, uh, you have a class and you'll have someone sitting on their bed and then the cat will walk across the bed. And actually, that's all fun. I don't mind any of that as an instructor. It's kind of fun to see people in their natural environment, mm-hmm. but it can be distracting for the students. So yeah. the library is a place where they can go to kind of get away from things, yeah. um, especially if they're at home. Um, and we're, libraries open uh, for normal hours uh, all semester. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very, uh, a very good place to be able to go and be able to get away and be able to focus just like it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. So I wanted to ask y'all a bit of a fun question just to like spice things up. I have certain friends here that I will not name. And sometimes they tell me that they're tired in between classes. So they'll go to the library and they'll just like sleep in between classes because it's quiet and stuff. Is there anything really funny that you've seen students do at the library? Oh, gosh. Terry, sleeping is always the fun thing for me. I handle the (laughs) library's social media. And I want people to know that the library is a space for you, not only to study, but relax in between classes. So I do have a a knack of walking around the library. If I do see somebody sleeping, I'll take a picture. (laughs) I always get your permission first, though. That's fine. And I'll kind of wait for them to wake up and say, hey, do you mind if we post you on social media so people know it's okay to play those video games? Mm -hmm. It's okay to catch a couple of Z's in between classes. Yeah, because studying's not easy. You really have to do it in your own way, too. Um, I find myself closing my eyes quite a bit, um, you know, when I'm studying something that's really dense, and I might not even be sleeping. I may just be thinking about it. Um, and it's important for people to be able to uh, be in that environment where they can study and learn the way they want to, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, so now no, we're not, we don't have beds over there in the library. No, we're no, not no encouraging beds, any of that. No beds. But if you happen to nod off, and I think that's happened to uh, quite a few people in a college library before, that it's is a safe spot. It's yeah. a safe yeah. place to be able to nod off. If you feel safe, if you feel comfortable yeah. enough to fall asleep, that is exactly what we're trying to achieve. Somewhere that you feel welcome and yes. you know that we're, we're here for you. So. Yeah. And we want the library not only to be a safe space, but also a brave space. So we have information on everything. And as Becky hit on before, We're there to help people discover information, find out new things. So again, it's a place that you can explore information that maybe you weren't sure about or want to know a little bit more about. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have great social media where you post uh, very topical things relating to things that are going on at the moment. We have banned books, which we talk about quite often. Um, You guys have all sorts of things where you're trying to relate it back to what's going on in the world right now because, of course, uh, you know, you have those resources that are available will help people explore those things. So... That's an exciting thing. And Terry, you guys also have good contact with other public libraries in the area. You guys kind of work together in kind of a bit of a consortium, correct? Right. And if we don't have something on our, in our campus libraries, which I think a lot of people think we are just about academic books for assignments, but we have bestsellers in ebooks and print books. If we don't have something that you need, we do something called interlibrary loan. So whether that's from a public library or another university library, If we don't have what you need right then, we can get it for you. And we also do a lot of different events. Um, Some people might be familiar with Read Across America, doing that as children or with their children in K through 12. So we have events where we bring in little children, we read to them, encourage literacy with our education and literature students. And that's another thing we have. We have education programs here, literature for, students so they come in and they see books why do you have children's books it's for part of our program but again students can check them out for their children for their grandchildren and community community members can also use those too 
Yeah, because we really want to do be a resource. We're primarily a resource for our students, but we're definitely integrated into the community and we want to be involved. So uh, hopefully we will have events that get people here onto campus uh, more and more. Uh, we've been limited here in the last year and a half, but, uh, but certainly uh, uh, many more to come here in the future. Uh, well, thank you, ladies. We appreciate it. Uh, being over at the library always feels like a, just a warm place, doesn't it? It just feels, I think, yeah. a good library always feels like a, just a nice place to be. And yeah. that's certainly what you've created over there. And, of course, we have uh, Big Pen Library on all of our four campuses. And so uh, we're excited to have all of those uh, facilities and, uh, and, uh, and equipment and research and everything to be able to interact and uh, really help our students everywhere. So thank you so much. Well, that's it for this edition of the Vol State Chat. A reminder that today's show will be available to download as a podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Just search with Vol State Chat. And uh, if you need to reach us, if you have any ideas for future uh, shows that you'd like to hear about from uh, uh, various topics, you can go ahead and reach us at pr at volstate.edu. That's pr at volstate.edu. I'm Eric Melcher. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week on Thursday at noon when we'll be talking with the new president of Volstate, Dr. Arinthia Montague. She just started her new position a few weeks ago. Tune in for our conversation. In the meantime, have a great afternoon and stay tuned for more great music here on WVCP-FM. <laughs>